You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Teach Me the Bible podcast. We are in our Genesis series going almost chapter by chapter. We're, we're kind of, uh, we're crossing over chapter lines as we go. And, uh, but uh, we're trying to walk through the story, point out the scenes and the details. And uh, today we're going to pick up in chapter 7, uh, verse 11. And so we saw that, uh, that Satan is enticing the carriers of the promise to join his side. And it worked, but Noah was righteous in his day. He walked according to the word of the Lord. He walked with God. And so the Lord is, is going to deliver Noah and his three sons and, and their wives, singular. Each of them have one wife in contrast to the multiple wives. Um, and so, and the, but the Lord's going to wipe out the rest, those who are on uh, the wrong team, the ones who are doing evil. And so we're going to pick up in chapter 11. We saw in uh, chapter 7, verse 10, it came about after the seven days that the water of the flood came upon the earth. And so we're going to pick up and, and see what happens next in chapter 7. Yeah, and, and be paying attention. So as we've been saying, this is a unified story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a single setting, a single plot. It's heading towards a single resolution at the end of the story, end of Revelation. Um, and so we, we don't want to interpret individual parts of the Bible as if they don't have anything to do with anything else. Right. One of the things that uh, one of my old professors, uh, Dr. Bayless, pointed out years ago was that there is this whole, uh, back in chapter one, waters covered the earth, dry land appears, um, then there's the command, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, and there's a garden, uh, and Adam ate from the tree, and Adam ends up naked and ashamed, and God cursed the ground, and uh, and you know, and then the Seth is designated as the carrier of the seed. Um, well, this is like a replay. Mm-hmm. Again, water's going to cover the earth, dry land's going to appear, um, the command to be fruitful and multiply is going to be given. There's a garden. There's going to be a garden or a vineyard. Sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Noah's going to eat or drink of the fruit. Both are going to end up naked and ashamed. Uh, and there's going to be a son designated to carry the promise. And mm-hmm. so what's the point of retelling the story? Um, the flood didn't work. Mm. The flood didn't achieve what the text anticipated or Lamech anticipated at achieving. Mm-hmm. Lamech anticipated, Noah's father anticipated that Noah would bring rest. He would restore the the, the Ruach or the, 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 the Nuach, the Noah, the rest from, uh, from chapter uh, 2, verse 15, uh, that he would bring comfort to man, to the toil, and he doesn't. Instead, what uh, what happens in the story, uh, and this is over in chapter 8, verse 18, and we'll get to this uh, uh, when we, you know, here in just a few minutes. But Noah gets off the, went out of the, the boat. All the beasts come out of the boat or all the animals come out of the boat with him. Noah built an altar to the Lord and he took every clean animal and every clean bird and, and offered burnt offerings on the altar, and the Lord smelled the soothing aroma. That word there, that soothing aroma, mm-hmm. uh, it's a Noah aroma. It's a, it's a 
aroma that brought rest to God's wrath, mm. <laughs> to God's judgment. Um, so Noah's life and ministry didn't bring rest to man's toil, yeah. man's sorrow, didn't bring comfort to man. It brought uh, rest to God's wrath against man. And mm-hmm. he's going to say, I will never again curse the ground on account of the man. There's mm-hmm. a difference between what happened in the first flood story, you know, the flood, dry land appears, and right. uh, and, and this one. Mm-hmm. And we pointed out last time that that, that same word, uh, sorrow or grief or whatever you want to translate yep. it, showed up for in Lamech's yep. statement, but also for the Lord in, in chapter, chapter 6, verse yeah, 6. Yeah, chapter 6, verse yeah. 6, yeah. And so he's bringing, he didn't bring rest to the sorrow of man, but to the sorrow of the Lord. Yep, and so it's the, so so back to chapter 7. So chapter 7, verse 11, the 600th day of Noah, uh, the floodgates opened, the rain fell, it rained for 40 days, 40 nights, just as was foretold. And on the very same day, Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, those were his three sons, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife, singular, and the three wives, one for each, entered into the ark. And uh, they and every kind of beast after its kind, the cattle after its kind, the creeping things after its kind, the every bird after its kind. It's all the after its kind, after mm-hmm. its kind, right, right from Genesis chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, they went into the ark of, uh, of Noah, two by two, all flesh, which is in them that had the breath of life. Um, and those who um, entered that day, male and female, entered in. God commanded me closed the boat, closed up the boat. The flood came uh, for forty days, uh, and it prevailed over the uh, over the earth. And the boat floated. the the uh, the, the ark floated. Uh, and um, then all of the flesh that moved on the earth perished: the cattle, the beasts, the swarming things, uh, and all mankind. So that. Uh, all that was on the dry land, all that had the breath of life uh, in its uh, in its nostrils died. Thus, he blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the land. He meaning the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not he meaning Noah. Noah didn't. Uh, Noah right. got on the boat. From man to animals to creeping things to the birds of the sky, they were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left. Uh, together with those who were with him on the ark. And the water prevailed upon the earth 150 days. Then God remembered Noah and all of the beasts and all the cattle that were with him on the ark. And God caused the wind to pass over the waters. This is the exact same. Genesis 1. Yeah, the wind here, they they don't translate it as wind. They translate it as spirit of the God was hovering over the waters. Mm -hmm. Same thing happening here. Um, and the water subsided, and the fountains of the deep were closed, and the rain from the sky was restrained, and the water receded, and the dry land appears, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Noah, uh, at the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark, and he sent out a raven, and it flew away. Uh, and there, uh, and um, um, and then he sent out a dove and uh, to see if the water had abated from the face of the land. But the dove found a resting place for the sole of her foot. This is interesting language because it's going to, um, uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, um, when Israel rebels against the Lord, the Lord's going to bring the nations against them. Uh, and this imagery that's being developed here mm-hmm. uh, is going to continue to be developed throughout the story. So I want to stop and make this point. So the Lord's going to bring the nations. These are going to be beasts that are going to come out of the sea. 
Um, and the the nation Israel is going to be cast into the nations, you know, cast mm-hmm. into the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there they will find no resting place for the sole of their feet. Wow. Uh, and so this imagery that's being established in the story is going to be repeated all throughout uh, the story. So the dove returned to the ark uh, and waited another seven days, sent out the dove, uh, and it comes back with a freshly picked olive leaf. So uh, Noah knew that the water had abated from the land. All kinds of imagery going on here, and you're going to see this play out later in the story. Then he waited another seven days and sent out the dove, and she did not return to him again. Uh, And so um, it came about in 600, in first year, in the first month, uh, the water dried up from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark. I bet there's a bunch of mosquitoes. I'm just thinking out loud here. (laughs) And they looked upon the surface of the ground, uh, and um, um, I wonder if the mosquitoes went all the bugs. It doesn't say bugs. <laughs> uh, it, Did he bring the mosquitoes in the ark? <laughs> maybe. If he brought a cockroach, I need to talk to Noah. Those things are nasty. But anyway, uh, and so, um, so uh, bring out every living thing. This is the command, the birds, the animals, uh, and uh, be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. The same mm-hmm. uh, Genesis 126 language. Noah went out, his sons, his wife, his wife's sons, they... Uh, the, his, his son's wives went out, every beast, every creeping thing, they all came out. And Noah built an altar to the Lord. And they took every clean animal and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled the soothing aroma. Uh, and the Lord uh, said to himself, I will never again curse the ground on account of man, for the intent of his heart is on evil from his youth. I will never again destroy every living thing as I have done. Now, um, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, it shall not cease. So what's happening here, and this is going to be firmly, uh, you know, more firmly established next time in chapter 9, mm-hmm. is that the Lord now is not going to carry out the judgment. There is one who's going to come on behalf of the Lord, an image bearer, and he is going to carry out the judgment of the Lord. Um and, uh, and, of course, this is going to be the Christ. He's the one who's coming, and, mm-hmm. and he's going to do what's good and right in the eyes of the Lord. He's not going to operate according to his eyes see or his ears hear, but he's going to judge in righteousness, chapter 11 of, of Isaiah. Uh, and he's the one who will judge the nations and rule with them with a rod yeah. of iron yeah. according to the word of the Lord. And so so that's where we're headed yeah. uh, in chapter 9. So so the, the flood has happened, the dry land has appeared, and now— uh, we're going to get a covenant uh, next time in chapter nine uh, with uh, with Noah and the yeah. Lord. Very good. Well, again, as as Doc said, do your best to hang on to these chapters. The the language in these chapters is going to show up again. We we mentioned with uh, Moses being placed in the ark, quote, unquote, yep. ark and floating on the water, and we're going to yep. see it again with, like you said, Israel and Deuteronomy, no place for the sole of their feet to rest. And so that language is important here. These yep. chapters are important. The, the judgment of Jesus, yeah. like in the days of Noah, yeah. you know, they'll be giving and right. you know, taking in marriage. All, all of this stuff's going to be repeated yep. over and over and over. Yep. Uh, and so 
Uh, don't principalize the text. Don't mm-hmm. go into the passage and find a principle and apply it to your life and then ignore it and skip right. it and, re- and delete it and go to the next one. <laughs> uh, this is a story, yeah. uh, a movie that has scene after That's scene. Right. Keep watching the movie mm-hmm. scenes and yeah. see how they fit together. Yeah, and also don't skip over the details just because we know the story. You know, you might you might have heard this story a million times. It's one of those famous Sunday school <laughs> oh, <laughs> stories. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? So we can always skip over these yeah. details, but see the, this language yeah. that's repeats itself over and over and story kind of snowballs like that. It carries forward uh, yeah. all, all this stuff that you need to know. And so, uh, so hang on to that. We're going to keep trying to point out these instances when these things recur so we can better make sense of the story. So uh, we will see you guys next week, beginning in chapter nine. Thanks for listening to teach me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.